0: hello everyone welcome to another episode of one for the table my name is kimchi and i'm john kung so sorry i was like late on um, getting to our unplanned time meet for the podcast yeah i ha- hopped in the shower and this hotel the water pressure is like so strong and so good <gasps> oh i love that
1: what hotel and are you staying at
0: some grand Hyatt in dc Oh, nice. But you know, like, I mean, like, I'm like a quick shower person, you know, like, get in, get the business done and come out. Mm-hmm. But it was like a warm Niagara Falls, like tripping down into my body. So you just
1: kind of just like stay there and dissociate for a sec. And you're yeah. just like, yes. Okay. Best shower pressure I've ever witnessed was actually in Los Angeles. Oh. Um, it was at the Soho House showers at the gym. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're trying to drown you oh i love that like like it 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 was like overwhelmingly strong and like overwhelming me like much like the shower head was huge and it just was like what drought there was never a drought like i i think the drought might be because the drought back then might have
0: been because of those showers it was insane i think that's going to be my like number one apartment when i do get a home like check the water pressure and if the water pressure in, I'm buying this property.
1: Well, I mean, you can change the water pressure in your home. It's it's not necess- It's not all that hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely very nice to have. You've seen my showers,
0: yeah, too. yeah. Like yeah, like you said, I want the shower to like try to drown me. Yeah, like, and then maybe I'll play Let the Rain Fall Down and just start yes <laughs> and Just start crying for no reason in the shower
1: uh sometimes i'll play umbrella oh yeah we are very gay we are very gay so you're on so you had your first tour thing i think i saw videos on tiktok um about it uh were of people who were there oh god <laughs> yeah how, how, how did it go from your from your end
0: Well, first show is always, like, a train wreck for everyone. I don't know, like, how, like, it feels for the audience, but for us, you know, first show is always, like, a glorified dress rehearsal. Yeah. So, and it just felt really hectic, and, like, a lot of things, like, went wrong technically. Mm -hmm. And then, um, also a lot of things went wrong on the performer side, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... I mean, we had fun and we, we made it work, but I think by the end, everybody was kind of like, you know, somber mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, and also like
1: first day jitters and stuff. Like I haven't performed in a really long time, but when I did shows and stuff, first day was always like high energy, but like, what are we doing situation? Yeah. Lots of nerves, but that's really cool. Who's on that leg of the tour with you? So you're doing DC and then you're going to Tokyo? So we're going to Asia and Australia after this. Okay.
0: So you're D.C., Asia, Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, D.C. That's... was basically like, so they didn't want the first show to be like Tokyo. Oh, you okay. Know? Yeah, 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 So basically, like, um, work out the kings in America before we, like, make a fool of ourselves in Asia, you know? <laughs> these standards for
1: just everything in Asia are just so much higher. Like, yeah. down to
0: the airport lounges. Like, mm-hmm. But also, especially when it comes to performers, I mean, you know, like, Asian performers are, like, trained, and, like, we've been, like, practicing just, like, one art of, like, twirling, like, the fan with our hand for, like, years in the same direction. Yes. You know? The level of polish, the level of
1: polish and the expectation, but, like, is it true that the energy from the crowd is not as high? Well, maybe it might be different for, like, a show that features drag queens, but...
0: Oh, the judge is different, because everybody's, like, screaming like crazy. Okay,
1: okay. I I heard, like, in concerts, like, the energy, depending on, like, the country, just (laughs) based off of culture, the energy that you get from the crowd is can be very different. But I imagine, like, the gays bring it all the time, no matter where they are. Because we're just loud everywhere.
0: Also, I think it depends on the crowd, too. Because if you go to, like, an idol concert, everybody's screaming and, like, doing the dances. Oh, it's Well, Uh, I did see, like... Videos of
1: like Beyonce's tour when she was in like, I think she was either in Germany or or somewhere <laughs> in Europe and everybody was just like seated and watching and not cheering or anything like that. Um, I think like, in it, that
0: case, they're like, we paid a lot of money for these tickets. We're going to soak up like every moment of the concert, <laughs> right, you know, right. while, like, <laughs> while like, you know, like in the States, we're like, it's a party for us, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That um, like the mute, the are you did you see on TikTok like every um uh the mute trend that's happening at our concerts now? No. It's kind of cool. Like there's a part where she says everybody on mute, in which I think it was an energy. Mm -hmm. And then the entire stadium just goes quiet, like there's no sound, and like there's just silence throughout the entire stadium until she starts singing again, and it's super, super cool.
0: Whoa. Yeah. I mean Beyonce has that power, you know. She's she's queen. She is. Uh, I love her so much. <laughs> I mean, also like, you know, some people just like hate Beyonce because she's popular. And I think I don't get it. I, I don't think those are like why. my least favorite type of
1: people. Right? Okay. The uh, contrarians, where they just want to go against it things mm-hmm. just because they want to go against things. Yeah. Or we say in our circle, fucking hipsters. <laughs> hipsters okay um fine <laughs> i've just been accused of being a hipster so much that i just like feel defensive automatically uh, you are a hipster i am not you are a hipster how am i a hipster you hate popular things too maybe I not beyonce i just but... i loved beyonce uh,
0: just because you love beyonce. And i know like three taylor swift songs also it's kind of like Cool to like Beyonce now, especially her like run after her renaissance album. I have always loved Beyonce. I have cried in the car
1: more times to dangerously in love as a little baby gay playing it from my MP3 th- from my MP3 player that goes in through my tape deck in my car. So you're making it sound like MP3 players like an ancient thing. But <laughs> no, girl, this was like. The iPod One.
0: <laughs> it was I mean, almost a Zune. Yeah, but basically, what I was trying to say about Beyonce, don't hate Beyonce. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's there's nothing to
0: hate, really. Well, I guess you you might not like her because you don't feel like maybe she's sincere because she doesn't do like interviews or whatever. But like, if you if you look at her objectively, <laughs> yeah, her music is good objectively. It is good. And it is good. And you cannot deny, like her as a performer. What are like your the music is to your taste or not? Objectively, amazing. she's an amazing performer. She
1: really is insanely good. And like, I don't know. I mean, yes, I feel there. There. What. What. What's the saying? Like, there, there are no, <laughs> there are no ethical billionaires. But like, I feel like she'd be the last one we'd get. Mm.
0: I mean, she already is a billionaire, isn't she?
1: Her and Jay-Z independently. Yeah. Yeah. They got her, Jay-Z and Rihanna. Uh Nana. Not, not in my lifetime, but <laughs> I would like to be I don't need to be a billionaire ever, but yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't
0: hate being billionaire adjacent. You know, I would I would like to get to a point where for the rest of my life I don't have to like worry about bills. Mm-hmm. Like, and not that I'm struggling with bills, but like, you know, just when you get to a point where the money just like is automatically deducted from your account and you're not even thinking like, oh, like I need to take more gigs to, you know, like prepare for like the upcoming bills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just get to a point where there's enough money in my account where like, oh, I'm not even thinking about bills.
1: Yeah. I don't know how much money you have to make to be that kind of person. I think
0: what there there's some, they had said
1: a few years I mean, this might have been like 10 years ago, so adjusted mm-hmm. for inflation, might be a lot more. But I read somewhere that like your happiness diminishes or, or the amount of happiness you get from making money starts to diminish after about 300K. But I guess like for as long ago as this article was, it probably is closer to four or 500K now. Mm. So you have to be making like half a million dollars probably mm. to like... Not have money be a and and I say that I'm saying like a year, yeah to have money be like not something that is ever a concern in your life,, mm-hmm. and any more that you make after that is just like whatever, yeah, it's all
0: petty cash <laughs>
1: it is, it is, and we're just petty well um, well
0: you know Where maybe you, one day
1: maybe one day. Maybe one day. Like I said, I'm I'm very happy to be billionaire adjacent. So um, you should probably work a little harder. Um,
0: I'm happy to be billionaire adjacent. So um, <laughs> stop drinking. For <laughs> stop drinking. I don't. I barely drink. I know, but just stop drinking altogether. So when I sell your kidneys. <laughs>
1: Nobody's buying my kidneys. Nobody's buying my nearly forty year old kidneys for anything. You might get you might get like a coupon. <laughs> I mean there's something.
0: <laughs> Every little bit helps. Yeah. Where did you guys go to eat after the show? Um nowhere. So usually mm. like after the show we have to like pack and then clean and that like process takes a while. And they usually have like a catering dinner for us. Mm. um sometimes it's good sometimes it's not but like i just eat whatever is catering because i don't want to eat too late because the show ends late anyway yeah and then by the time like i pack up everything up and take a shower and all that it's already 11 p.m and all you want to do is pass out in your hotel room yeah so then but i was i need to eat something because i haven't eaten anything all day you know and if i like go somewhere else to eat by the time i get back to the hotel and digest and all that it's like 2 3 a.m which is like too late you know yeah the sacrifices we make I and mean, some people can like well actually a lot of people on this tour like you know they like go out to the clubs and get drunk and then like they'll go to like a diner or like get fast food and eat it and pass out that is like not the life for me like that's I that's not... wild who does that who does that on your tour I am mean, not going to call them out on my podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't think. Well, that's the thing. I don't think it's really calling out. I just think it's just like what people do. Because like I know a lot of people in shows who are who tour and stuff like they go out afterwards after yeah. like, every show and somehow they get it together in time to do a matinee the next morning. I mean, yeah. that's just a lot of the life. I was just curious that who of who your uh, who's on. Well, first of all, who's on the tour with you and uh, who's fun after the show?
0: Well, I'll tell you, I'm not one of the fun ones after the show because I clean. (laughs) Because I pack and clean and I go to bed. (laughs) You know, so so I couldn't tell you who's the fun ones, but (laughs) I could tell you um, from the ones that sleep in all day. (laughs) I'm assuming that they had fun all night long.
1: (laughs) Could you imagine, like, if we took this podcast on the road and did a tour, like, we would. Our show times would be like three in the afternoon, mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we can eat dinner by five and be in bed by. Five. <laughs> it is, it's to really be one for the table. We have reserva-
0: we have reservations at five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, when you were here. I think it was like a Friday, was it? We yeah. had dinner at five, got back home by like six thirty. Yeah, and then we're but... like, yeah, we're like wild well, Friday night for us. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, you did make a good point where it's, like, because our schedules are so different from everyone else's that, you know, we have the luxury of going out and going out to places like dinner, like, on the weekday when no not many people go out. So, like, sure. having to deal with Friday night crowds and also, like, giving okay. other people a chance to, like, hit that, get that reservation just seems, okay. like, a little more sensical. Oh, for sure. Because I don't want to ever deal with Friday traffic ever
0: oh same but also some people only like going to places that are like packed and busy i think it makes them feel like they're like part of the scene or something for oh, me man. like i don't need to be i don't need to do all that i'm okay like going to a restaurant that's completely empty as long as like the oh, food and the yeah. quality is good you know
1: yeah i can tell you right now like even though on the line we always we always had our shit together well we most of the time had our shit together and like whether it was busy or whether it was dead, it was like, you know, we always put out the best thing that we possibly could. But when we were empty or like for early service earlier on the service, we would always like because we had a little bit of extra time, we would always like just put a little bit of extra like love and care into the dishes that we do just because we were able to. And so like if a restaurant is like kind of empty and you were blessed with the people on your line who like loved what they do or really cared about their jobs, um, you might find that like the food is just a little bit better, Uh, not because not because it's like bad when it's busy. No, we're, like, trained professionals where we handle it. But, like, it's just the fact that we have a little more time to, like, spend on your dish coming out. That extra, je ne sais quoi?
0: That extra, yeah. Like, you might get, like, a better place garnish.
1: Like, yeah. And it, it normally boils down to something like that where it was, like, you know, we had the time to pick the extra pretty flowers or to give a little bit more sauce or to, like, plate things just a little bit more nicely or more creatively just because okay, well, we, we had the time to think about it. I. I mean, yeah, I it's totally relatable to people who work in the Doesn't service favor about like I still not refuse working to regular work. hours. I haven't worked I. in a restaurant job in ages, and I still sure refuse is, to work on Mondays. I'm
0: sure this is very unrelatable to a lot of Having people. Having Mondays decide. off is my favorite.
1: Was like the best thing about working in restaurants.
0: I it's love sure. not working on Monday. Yeah, I remember when I was back in college. Anybody don't, like, sign up for, like, a Monday morning classes or, like, Oof. are you, like, a sadist? Like, why would you do that to yourself?
1: Yeah. No. Well, unless maybe they're, like, they they schedule. Like, you always, like, when you're in college, you try to give yourself, like, the three-day weekend. Uh-huh, so, maybe exactly. you do the, you I either do Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, Monday.
0: No, but, no, like, no, 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 no. Sweetie. Four-day weekend. <laughs> four-day weekend what were or, you doing or three and a half or three and a half but wh- like monday yeah. morning nothing happens nothing can happen between monday before monday noon Because no, if I you would, like part if you party on sunday you still need like monday like earlier in the day to like recover
1: yeah i had a double major and a job so i didn't have that much free time <laughs> <laughs> no yeah have you ever gone back to your college as a guest oh why not they totally should ask you I've been asked back for my school yeah
0: Well, I went to an art school, so, uh, not that, like, art school was, like, you know, like, that I didn't have anything to do, but, you know, but, you know, you know oh, how colorly, really? is, you know, That like, doesn't surprise me at still... all, because that's
1: you now. Yes, I have. Yeah, because every time oh, no, I'm, like, I hanging out with you and any group of friends, you're always, like, the common denominator that has all those people...
0: That that all the people in the group or in the party have in common. Well, aren't you, I mean, well it was a of a different, but back then mm-hmm. in the dorms, um, there were four people for the dorm room. Um, but I ended up like starting to go to like, college like late. So mm-hmm. somehow in my dorm room, it was just me and another roommate in a four person like dorm. Mm-hmm. And my roommate was, like, really antisocial and just, like, was in his, like, game all the time. So he, would like, would never leave his room. So basically oh. the entire, like, house was basically mine. And then that somewhat became, like, the party apartment. <laughs> but then we'd also do, like, a lot of fun stuff. Um, like, every day we'd gather and play, like, Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers. And then um, we'd all so cook dinner. So not much t- has changed. Oh, uh, no, no. yeah listen. <laughs> But then also we'd, I'll um, make like dinners or lunch together, mm-hmm. and you know we're like poor college students then. So then like everyone will go to a pantry and like bring a random ingredient, and then like I'll try to figure out like what to make based on like the ingredients that people brought. So like I made like shepherd's pie because um, one time someone brought like two pound bag of like mashed potato flakes, someone brought like frozen beef, someone brought like canned veggies and. And another time we made, like, sushi <laughs> with, Aww. like, canned tuna, mayo, um, and popcorn.
1: <laughs> I, my friend group was, well, we were all theater kids, so we were pretty insufferable. But we were and, also pretty fun. We are like, we, we did have, like, backyard, but we, we rented a house, um, with three roommates, um, and Like, we'd have backyard parties, and we'd just attract the wildest people. Like, there was a fire eater and a fire dancer at one of our backyard parties. There were, like, a couple bands, I think, that played them before. And we were just, like, people that just invited folks that we knew. Um, But I cooked back then, too, and I was so bad. (laughs) I was a terrible cook. And I feel so bad for, like, putting my roommates through that so not much has changed i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding wow wow i'm kidding, I'm kidding. wow 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 you think you know a person <laughs> i had to do it for earlier <laughs> um yeah the thing is like i w- i was never afraid of being in the kitchen and i probably should have been a little bit but i would just like cook all of these this like rice casseroles with bottled sauces and stuff and I guess to like a college student that they probably tasted good the first time but then like that's all I ever knew how to make and so I would just do this and and people would be like oh this is good and then it would turn to oh this again (laughs) so I guess it was good that I was never afraid of being in the kitchen but like you know it wouldn't kill me to have followed like maybe a recipe or something
0: that's the problem with people like who aren't good at cooking. They try to make something, they never follow the recipe, and then like complain that it's not good. It's like, of course it's not good. Like, oh my god!
1: Like New York Times recipe reviews, or, or pretty much any recipe review okay. website. You there's always like Gladys from Minnesota who was like, I subbed the lamb for chicken and instead of soy sauce i used mayonnaise Mm -hmm. and instead of onions i put in strawberries and i didn't really
0: care very much for this Yup, yup, yup. and it's like you didn't use any of like the major ingredients or (laughs) it's like um i was out of like tomato paste so i used ketchup and the dish was too sweet and it's like, or, well, who's dad? or some of them get like super, just ridiculously wild. Where
1: it's like, I made this for my husband, though we haven't spoken for like the past seven years. This this seemed okay. Four stars. You want to talk? Do you need someone to talk to? Like, um... I don't know what inspired that. Was like, did you? Uh, there was this j- article about this couple in Japan, where like this husband just didn't speak to this his wife for like twenty years. Why? Well, their children actually put them on a TV show to kind of like try to get them to rekindle or like, you know, mend things because they were still married. And it it boiled down to like the husband was jealous about how much attention the kids were getting. And he had actually forgiven her a long time ago, but he just like didn't know how to start things over and start talking to her again. So they just were silent for all the for the couple decades. What the fuck? I know. I was like. Wow, Jesus. But at the same time, it's pretty Asian. I, I can see. But also, like, what? <laughs> what kind of dad gets
0: jealous over their kids? I have no idea. I have it's, no idea. Oh, my God. I'm speaking of it. Did you hear the tragic news about the, um... the, um, Asian girl? Who was, um, stabbed over, like, 79 times. Wait, what? I think this is, it just recently happened. So um it was like called a security camera too um this asian girl 21 year old um so basically um her stepdad was i guess trying to like was like beating her mom and then she like tried to like stop and like intervene and he ended up stabbing her 79 times oh my god when did this happen like very recently And even, like, in the midst of his stabbing, um, he, like, stopped to change his, like, shirt because his shirt got too bloody. Oh, my God! So, um... So, this So, they're... Which is... So, they're charging this as, like, a... Not a crime of passion, but, like... Um, like, intent on murder. Um, Oh, my God. But, yeah, so then when... When the mom called the police, and the police, like, finally came... um, and arrested husband, and she was like, "Oh, I, I would have killed her had you like not gotten here in time." What the hell? What is wrong with people? That is awful. But I guess he, the reason why like he tried to kill her was because um they've been married nineteen years, and he like he's been overseas and he just came back, and he was afraid that she was going to divorce him and take all this money. <sighs> which like so your solution to that is murder
1: that is it just brings us back
0: to like why men but also like when you hear news like that it kind of makes you like so afraid to like be in a relationship or like even date anyone like how can you be married to someone for 19 years and think about just murdering them for money I, I don't and, and, and not to mention like the girl I, th- I guess she was like a senior in college, and um, if you look at photos of her, she's really pretty, mm-hmm. and, and not that like any like non pretty people like, is ever more anything. But like you know, like she had like a bright future ahead of her, you know. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe that's why I'm attracted to people who can't fight. <laughs> um,
0: Or people that are smaller than you. I'm so you smaller all, than me, <laughs> so you can overpower them, <laughs> right? <laughs> If anything, you're I the do, one that's gonna be building the nice. Yeah, I I do I do love my short kings. Yeah, but with all your like knowledge and like meat and everything. If you want to like butcher someone up. Oh my god,
1: easy. It's so easy. I mean, it's <laughs> the it's really creepy, but it, mm-hmm. it, it's really creepy to even think about. But like the skill transfer from somebody if you know how to break down a lamb mm-hmm. or a pig or a cow uh, you know how to break
0: down a person. Yeah I'm sure you not know to Did, like, affect the way to like draw out the blood, like drain all the blood and then like chop all the this, bones into p- little pieces. Yeah
1: like it, it, it's not not even a thing. It's, it's not even a thing. Even like breaking down like a chicken. You're just like oh, okay I get, I, I can see where this I can, I can see where this translates. This conversation is getting really weird though. <laughs> <laughs> Why you never thought about murdering? <laughs> no, I can't say that I have. Yeah, me I mean, I mean, maybe like as far as the amount of harm that I've ever wanted to do to someone, mm-hmm. maybe I've wanted to like fight in the moment, like physically hurt somebody in the moment, but like that's probably it, like a, a passion of, of the time. I don't, I can't even mm-hmm. say that like I wanted to ruin someone's life i mean i have but i but i you know can't say that i've ever wanted
0: to like i never want to harm anyone physically but Mm -hmm. i'd love to fantasize about just like um and like the bullies from my like my past lives yeah just like humiliating them publicly
1: i can't even remember people who who bullied me Batman really ass. i used to get bullied a lot as a kid mm-hmm. but i can't really even remember
0: the people who did it oh my god yeah i was bullied a lot too because everybody said i was so gay yep i got that a lot yeah but i was like you know what kind of small town gay doesn't have like getting bullied story right and you know what and like, like them not them being right <laughs> And also, you know what? It didn't make it didn't make me a stronger person. You know, I don't wish
1: bad things to happen to people ever, but mm-hmm. certainly, people who I've met over the course in my life who've had bad things happen to them—they mm-hmm. always turn out to be really interesting, or well-adjusted, or talented, or something. Like they definitely turn that trauma into something productive. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're, especially when you're an artist, like the you're like, unfortunately, good art does a lot of good art does come from pain, but yeah, it's it's the people that it's the people who's had like
0: nothing. Yeah, the kids called me a fag, and in retaliation, I became a drag queen. <laughs> you did. <dead. laughs> I'll show
1: you. I put on a dress. Oh yeah. I have a point to prove. <laughs> I'm not a fag. I'm the fag. The
0: fag. The the fagatron. That is queen fag to you. Best. Oh, that's so good. That is so good.
1: But yeah, it's like the kids that have had like nothing to work for. The the ones who have lived like gray lives in the suburbs. Like those are Mm -hmm. the ones that I'm a little bit apprehensive
0: of. Yeah. If you're a listener and you're having a hard time dealing with bullies and you ever think about self-harming, call Trevor Project. Mm -hmm. Um, They offer a 24-hour suicide hotline. um, And just know that um, you're not alone in your feelings and your life is very precious. It is. And look, and this is what you could be. And this is not a sponsored post or no. host <laughs> no it's not <laughs> okay sponsored Um, <laughs> what's what's the word unsponsored this is unsponsored yes <laughs> wait
1: are you looking out the window yeah show me your view I mean no our, our viewers can't see it but our listeners can't see it but oh it's a well it's a parking lot yeah okay but um you know I like being close to the sun mm-hmm so, you are kind of like a cat you're very cat-like yeah Yeah. (laughs) You even do that, like, even when you're not trying to make a point. (laughs) My
0: favorite thing to tell people is boo hiss.
1: Boo hiss. Mm -hmm. I like saying boo tomato. Mm -hmm. I've never Uh, heard you say boo tomato. Well, I've never had any reason to say boo tomato to you. I guess you're right. (laughs) I guess I haven't disappointed you yet. Oh, yeah. I'm still waiting for the day. Don't worry. And on that, we should take a little break.
0: All right. Record. record. Record? Record? Record?
1: Record? 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 Is it record or record? Well, those are two different words, but they're spelt the same. Are they, they are spelled are the same, same way, yeah. Record and record? Because it's... Yeah. A re- record is a verb and record is a noun. But they're just spelled
0: the same way. English is so fucked. <laughs> and then uh i think it's still easier than like chinese where like i mean chinese
1: is like a word is a word i mean we can say it three different ways but it's like or, or i don't know how many tones mandarin has i think mandarin has like four tones three or four
0: i just tones. think like tonal languages are much harder to master didn't korean used to be a tonal language did it
1: i think historically it used to be and then like one day your government just decided no <laughs> no we're not we ain't doing this yeah, no more <laughs> we're just gonna save more things instead of the same thing in a different way mm-hmm. yeah tonal languages are rough but there's an interesting fact um about tonal languages is that people who there's a higher rate of people with perfect pitch if they come from a culture that has tonal languages
0: Oh, yeah. interesting that sounds like a fact that was unfounded by uh someone who's from a uh, tonal language Maybe. culture <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh, let's boost the morale of our nation up
1: I mean it doesn't matter I think that the Filipinos beat everybody when it comes to singing anyway
0: it's true I know it's a stereotype but it's like it's it's actually a stereotype that I've seen it like true with my own ears yeah I've I've gone to karaoke in Manila before it's it's a blood sport mm-hmm and Koreans are, like, it's a hit or a miss. It's either, like, your drunk uncles, like, singing in the karaoke. <laughs> or, like, that one friend who just, like, belts out, like, a ballad. Like, yep. Like, it's, like, their
1: Mariah Carey. She's throwing down Mariah Carey like it's no problem at all. Well, She's probably, like,
0: 80 pounds. And the rest of the friends are just happy to be there. Yep. know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had, like, singing talents...
1: Yeah, see, singers are, I mean, singing is cool, and it's really fun to watch people who are, like, super good at singing. I was definitely Mm -hmm. in a TikTok hole where I was, like, just listening to different people's version of the same duet of this one Mm -hmm. song, like, while I was cleaning, and I was like, oh my god, I'm listening to pretty much the same song over and over again, just a little bit different, but everybody is just so good, Mm -hmm. but... Like, but at the same time, like people who sing really well and do it all the time, it's a little cringe.
0: Uh, it is a little bit. It is a little bit. But like, I, I feel like it's also like every gay guy's fantasy to like be Jennifer Hudson and Dream Girls. Oh, like singing, and I'm telling you, I'm not going. Yes. Or that one chick from like the Greatest Showman, um singing like Never Enough. Yes. Like I think all gay fantasize about like having that moment for themselves where the audience is watching and like and I look so glamorous and I'm just belting all these high notes like
1: uh for me I mean, it was just for for me for some reason my like little gay heart performance thing was always like Whitney Houston's it's not right but it's okay.
0: Uh-huh. That, that was See it. for me the little gay boy moment was for me was um Little mermaid, part of your world. Uh, yeah, I think that was my boyfriend's too. That's like
1: Little Friend's like, favorite movie.
0: Every time I'll take a bath, you know, just like model like. <laughs> Coming out of the, the water. Bath, like with the splashing. Mm-hmm. You'd make a mess part everywhere. I love your world. <laughs> <laughs> you get water all over the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, well, luckily you can do that in Asia because. um The bathrooms in Asia are... They have... ...designed for people's use. And they have a drain in the middle of your bathroom. They have a drain... Like,
1: I don't understand why most bathrooms... Like, I don't understand why there are not drains in the floors in all
0: bathrooms. Yeah, I don't understand why American bathrooms are, like, designed the way they are. Yeah. So then, like, you have to, like, completely dry before you step out of the shower. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. what's the point of a bathroom? And it's even more bizarre when you go to Europe, where... Especially, like, UK... A lot of the hotels, for some reason, the shower, the door only covers, like, half of the showerway. Yeah, okay, and, and, I've experienced this, too. Like, And on top of that, the shower's designed to be higher up. Yes. And there's no drain. Yeah. So it's, like, designed for, like, your bathroom floor to be watery, but then there's no way to get rid of the water. Right,
1: like, everything gets wet, but nothing is supposed to get wet that is how those bathrooms are designed and then sometimes there might be like a literal 12 inch piece of glass that like just covers half of the your shower thing yeah that is that is not blocking anything that is not that's protecting you that that's pretty much just making sure that you don't get water on the toilet seat because the toilet is right next to it exactly
0: and for some reason the toilets never have enough water in them you just see like a little like Hint of a water down. <laughs> so then sometimes you're like, oh, I'm definitely not eating enough you know, fiber because um, I definitely right. painted these toilets.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh
0: god, no. Well And then you and then you have to like pee on top of your paint, you know, just try to like uh, <laughs> Well, it's the opposite thing in like
1: American hotels where like the American hotel flush will like you know don't accidentally fall down in there because you're en- end up in like Mario World.
0: just sucked right in yeah you know just western bathrooms are very like questionable design for me Mm -hmm. like i don't know not to sound like i'm like some like asia like nationalist or whatever but well okay so even like even the way like the heat and air conditioning is designed in asia yeah makes so much more sense like in korea the floor heats up, you know there's like little pipes like that go through your floor, filled with water, and then that heats up, and then the entire room gets like warm and toasty while you know here we turn on like a little dusty heater, and it has to like heat the entire room and it takes so long and it takes so much resource, yeah, why I, don't know. I I don't know why I don't know. Like, why isn't, like, the Western world, like, adapted to this? It's probably just a money thing. Is that, I like, like, labor
1: is cheaper in Asia, so they can afford to actually put more thought and, like, effort into, like, those things?
0: And construction, I guess, in general. Yeah, because I guess whenever I drive by, I see some, like, houses being built, and it's just, like, all wooden panels. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no wonder all these, like, American houses get, like, swept away in the tornado. Yeah. I mean, I'm Hong Kong, like, all of those,
1: most of theirs are concrete It's also like building materials, but it's like, they they can't build, they can't build wood buildings in Hong Kong because it's so humid in there. Mm -hmm. Humidity, humidity also means like you got termites. So even like, so I think in Florida, a lot of the homes are made of concrete. Are they? I think so. Any place that's really, really wet, you can't really do wood homes. And if you do wood homes, then you probably have termites.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's. I'm so glad I don't ever have to think about. I'll well, knock on wood that I don't ever have to think about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, owning a home, owning a home,
0: never easy. How's,
1: how's uh? How's your place? Have you had anyone check up on on your
0: place since the earthquake? Earthquake? Yeah, uh, my neighbor is watching for me. Okay. Um, how's butter? butter. Uh, the water is going good, good. with a sitter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think we've talked about food once in this episode.
0: Oh, yeah. We are a food ki- podcast after all. <laughs> we are. You know, you know, I mentioned like making all this food for my college friends, but then you change the subject. So with, by saying with the the terrible <laughs> food that I was making for my college friends. You didn't say what what
1: what you were making. I said it was like a rice casserole thing. You did not say that. It was pretty much like my attempt at making probably like clay pot rice, but using like one of those awful Pyrex dish things and Mm. like not using any of the proper ingredients that I needed to use. But what are you looking forward to eating in Tokyo since that is your first stop?
0: Mm. I just feel like Tokyo just has so much like um, Mm. food to eat. However, a lot of like the Japanese food I can get. Um, quality justice grade in L.A. Yeah. So what I'm really looking forward to eating is actually street food. Mm. Because street food, um, unless, you know, you go to like a specialty shop, it's like harder to come by in L.A. Yeah, I mean, like there's just certain things where the, the
1: kind of skill level or the kind of thing like A, just doesn't make sense in a different country or B, it's just like, people who do that kind of thing have been doing it for so long mm-hmm. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to move or to leave the country and that some of those some of the those opportunities and dishes and delicacies just stay there like kind mm-hmm. of pepper buns how like it's weird how Taiwan has these this like amazing thing and yet we have not been able to find them anywhere yeah In New York Los Angeles like we, we have not been able to find an exact same type. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: like, I want, like... Um, and also, you know what I really want to try? Because mm. I can't seem to find it anywhere in the States, even though, like, a lot of people make it at home. Mm. Um, Tanghulu. Tanghulu? Yeah.
1: You can get Tanghulu. Oh, I can't, but, uh, oh, but oh, I've oh, never oh, seen anyone. Oh, no, 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 no. oh, sorry, no, Tanghulu. Um, I was thinking of... The one, the dumpling that's in the soup.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, the fruit and, like, um, coated in, like, candy yeah, sugar. Yeah. I was thinking of tong yun. I think it was called tong yun. Um, But, yeah, it's easy to make. It is, but, uh, like, I'm not trying to, like, melt sugar at home and, like, and all that. I just want to buy, like, one stick and just eat it and move on. It's you know? true. It's true. I also think it's, like, one of those things where
1: it's hard to make enough money to make it worth it. Mhm.
0: But I know it's like a popular street food all over Asia. So mm-hmm. we do and like I, our I, fruit. It's true, and also fruit ta- fruit tastes better in Asia. It this does. is a fact. Yes, it does. It has to be like a climate thing. Yeah, know. or maybe it's like they actually care what they produce. Oh, there's that too. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. As an American, how many times have we been subjected to, to an unforgivable honeydew or cantaloupe? A bad melon is
1: so While, disappointing. Well, the thing, the good thing is, like most melons in the United States, they're not bad. They're just not ready yet. Yeah, yeah. They're just wild. Like you buy a melon in an American grocery store and you just pretty much have to know, like, okay, this, this still needs like one to two weeks. Mm-hmm. And people don't get like, your house when the melon is ready your kitchen should smell like melon like you (laughs) should know it's ready the minute you step into the room and then when it is ready if you're like lucky and a little bit brave you open it and it kind of like bubbles a little bit because it's like slightly fermented (laughs) and
0: it's so good and it just falls apart oh my god it's so good it's so sweet just like uh, All these, like, airlines and, like, hotel, like, breakfast, like, buffets or, like, whatever, they just fill up their, like, fruit section with unripe melons. Yeah. And that is so jarring to me. Yeah. Which is so weird because it's, like, nobody's putting green, ba- like,
1: sliced green bananas on on anything.
0: Yeah, so why or, is it like, okay green... for you to serve? Or, like, maybe, like, Americans have been, trained, like, conditioned to believe that, like, this is what melons are like. They're
1: not. Americans been lied to.
0: I just don't understand why, like, Americans, like, don't, um, won't tolerate, like, unripe everything else, and yet they tolerate unripe honeydew and cantaloupe.
1: I think most people just, like, have never experienced a decent one or one that was oh my actually God. ready
0: one is so good it's so 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 good yeah it is so sugary it is so soft almost melty and so fragrant and oh that was one of the recipes
1: that i put in my book that i was a little bit nervous to my like Mm -hmm. melon and ham broth Um, yeah i made it for you before and it's delicious but like putting it in and knowing that it was going to be like mostly sold in the states i was like there's There's going to be a lot of people that make this and like they think the melon is ready, but it's not ready. I tried to like be very, very meticulous in how I explained it. I was like, if like if it looks like it's about to go bad, then it's probably almost ready. (laughs) (laughs) If it's soft, if it's bruisy, if it's a little sweet. It was, like, stinky sweet, then it's ready.
0: Like, if you see fruit flies, like, flying all around it.
1: Yes. I always have to, like, cover my melons in, like, mesh baskets before, like, mm-hmm. when they get close to the time. Oh, my God, you're going to get so much good fruit in Japan. Yeah, except the fruit is expensive as hell. Yeah, you got to, like, take some, tick, make some TikToks about you eating, like,
0: $80 grapes. And also, this is going to sound really, like, wild and bizarre. Mm. Um, for, like, from, like, the foodies that I'm even saying this. Okay, so, like, you know I mentioned before, like, you know, sushi and just, like, whatever, all that. Like, I can just find, like, good quality, like, in L.A. So I'm looking forward to more of the street food. Yeah. You know what else I'm, like, really looking forward to get over everything else? Is
1: it Furukake?
0: No. Oh, okay. I did tweet about that because you I want to bring some back. Yeah. But... Convenience store of food in Japan, 7-Elevens yes. in Japan. Yes, yes. Not only you can get like udon, but also you can get like different, like all these cup noodles, the whole but also meal. like onigiris. Yeah, and and my favorite part, the fried chicken. Oh my god! I don't know what is up with that fried chicken, but it's not like your traditional crispy fried chicken. It's a little soft, but they all have this very distinct taste where it tastes buttery. Ooh. It's like a fried chicken that tastes buttery and it's good. Interesting. Like, I would like objectively, would it would it, it's I the don't best think I've fried chicken I've ever had? That. No. Really? Yeah.
1: I'd try it. I also like in Hong Kong they'll do like they'll do like five spice chickens or like things that you can microwave mm-hmm. really quickly and it's like a, a chicken thigh in sweet and in sweet and savory sauce. Um like you know uh tea eggs. I've seen like just roast potatoes, roast sweet mm-hmm. potatoes before. 7-Eleven's in Asia. And I didn't even know that 7-Eleven is a Japanese brand. Mm. Until like, <laughs> quite recently. Like it, 7-Eleven everywhere, it's still based in Japan. Like it's a Japanese company. Ta-da. Yeah.
0: 7-Eleven really did that.
1: Yeah. 7-Eleven yeah, used you. to be where I went in Hong Kong just to, like get a hit of really good air conditioning if I was like mm-hmm. walking outside.
0: 7-11 is kind of like a comfort place you know you walk in there with five dollars and there's so many things you can buy with just five dollars mm-hmm like uh, going to convenience store like as a kid was like my favorite thing <laughs> um like where I grew up um in the middle of nowhere Michigan there was like one convenience store across like the railroad train track that was like <laughs> bless you that was like a fifteen minute like walk from my place. Um and then I'd always go there and you know like the um Arizona iced tea? I loved those things. So they were ninety nine cents, but yes. you get so much for your
1: like money for some reason. Back when they were ninety-nine cents. I think aren't they still ninety nine cents or like they're a dollar twenty nine or something now? Something, yeah. And also like
0: the label's really pretty.
1: Yeah. Actually, yeah, I have seen like Products that are throwbacks to the Arizona green tea with ginseng and honey. Like I used to drink those all the time. Sometimes I would heat them up in the microwave and drink them hot. You would. Yeah. <laughs> you always, would. I have always been this old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then um, um some and sometimes I get like the um pork grinds. Mm, have you ever had like spicy pork grinds? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or spicy Cheetos. One thing that I miss for that
1: used to be ninety-nine cents was and this was before we canceled really? them or like stuff well, we didn't cam- nobody cancels anyone really, but like Goya. Goya used to sell canned coconut water in the same size as those Arizona iced teas oh. with chunks of coconut in there, and they used to be 99 cents. And actually it wasn't inflation that made them more expensive, it was it was Rihanna. What? (laughs) Yes. So she had like said she Rihanna is the reason why everyone drinks coconut now, coconut water now. Because she had said like she had attributed it her amazing skin to it. And then literally like the next week, those ninety-nine cent cans of coconut water were immediately like two dollars. Crazy. Her impact. And then like and then you had like the harmless harvest, like the fancy coconut water bottle companies Mm -hmm. were Or uh, started to come out. Thank God we've come back and now like Costco sells really good coconut water for a decent price. Mm
0: -hmm. I remember when I used to do hot yoga, I would drink a lot of coconut water because you lose so much like sweat. Yes. Yeah. I could never do hot yoga. It wasn't even just like hot yoga, but it was like Bikram yoga.
1: Yeah. I could never. I sweat enough as it is. Have you ever
0: done it before?
1: No. I I would die. I would de- I would I would literally be come out of there like beef jerky. I sweat so much automatically. Okay. I could never do Bikram.
0: Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, but I did it like consistently for like 4 months. And you do the same poses every day, so you know, the whole mm-hmm. point is like you can see like how much further and further you can like push yourself every day and mm-hmm. like your progress is like easy to like track. Mhm. Um and like the first half is like all standing poses and the second half is all like laying down poses. Oh. Um so then when it gets to the second half you're fine, like, "Oh, finally. Like this is so much better." But while you're doing the standing poses, you can literally see sweat come out of places that you never thought were possible. <laughs> like, I didn't know you could sweat from your knees. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Like I didn't know I could like sweat from like my nipples, like yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, I used to. I I, there was one point in time where I was really into like moisturizing with coconut oil, Mm -hmm. and when I went to do, I would get just as sweaty at as a Bikram as you at Bikram probably just doing like a regular vinyasa class. And I learned that like if I had on coconut oil and I got really really sweaty, I just smelled like movie popcorn.
0: <laughs> Did you get hungry?
1: Always. Always movie popcorn is the best cuz it's just coconut oil and salt and so mm-hmm. like I would literally I would just smell like that. But I there's actually a Detroit style yoga. It's like a vinyasa class. So it's a little more fast-paced and the the flows are Close. like different depending on the teacher. Mm-hmm. But what we tend to do here and I didn't know that it doesn't they don't do it any other what um anywhere else is they would give you like a mini flow for in a vinyasa style and then you would pretty much just do that flow a couple of times on your own, Mm. like unguided, which because it's the style that I learned, I really like it. I liked it because it let me focus on the things that I wanted to focus on. It let me be a little bit more creative about it. But as it turns out, a lot of people really don't like this style of yoga they like the guided like what yeah like the guided the slow pace. Uh, like i'm mine's like it's a dance i'm I, i'm expressing myself <laughs> oh my god i'm taking the yoga classes so long i miss it we should do
0: one i'll do one with you it won't can't be bikram no i mean i, I don't think i'll jump back into it with bikram <laughs> yeah i would
1: come out of that thing like a chicharron i wouldn't i could, would not survive bikram yeah
0: well oh who knows I feel like after a while when you you know yoga can be like an addiction, you know. Oh, totally. after a while. Yeah. Um and when you get addicted enough, you might you might want to try Bikram. I don't know. I, w- I couldn't sit in a room.
1: Like I would pretty much just sit in the room in a Bikram room studio and that would be all.
0: I I don't think I could move. Also Bikram I guess that's like a practice and like the person is like, very controversial anyway, so.
1: Yeah, I heard it was
0: a little culty and also yeah. Like,
1: lots of like sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: oh, you know, why can't these people just like they're you know, like picking their pants? Like, why can't you just be good? Like, as good as you say
1: you like. Is it that hard to just not be awful? Especially if you're like a rich public figure, you I know? know? Like, like how? Is it, is it that like the money gets to you and then you become rotted or do you think just rotted people tend to be more successful because they just don't give a crap of who they step over to get to where they are? Or maybe they just feel like they're like invincible somehow. Maybe. It's just like every time you like read something about some rich person and they're, they're always just like, it can't, it's not even disappointing anywhere anymore. It's just like, oh, what did this person do? Yeah.
0: Well, changing the subject, Mm -hmm. we have a listener question. Oh, we do? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the question? Hey, John and Kim. I'd like to ask you both the same question Padma Lakshmi asked on her Instagram a while ago. If you were given a bowl of rice and you could only add two ingredients on top of the bowl of rice to flavor it, what would it be? Hmm. Two
1: ingredients on a bowl of rice. Uh mm-hmm. my My automatic reaction is Ikura and an egg yolk. Mm. You're very like rich decadent. Yeah, because the ikura is already salty. And mm-hmm. so I wouldn't need to add any more salt. But I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind like a fudgy yellow rice, just egg on egg on egg. Yeah. um, What's yours?
0: The two topping makes it very hard because um. Yeah, you have to be very careful about your
1: your like picking. Yeah, for me, one has to be about the flavor, and then one has to do something with the texture. Mm -hmm. Yogurt would be a good answer.
0: Oh yeah, it was like a basmati rice with yogurt and cucumber. Hell yeah. Or mm-hmm. if I to rice with yogurt and, like, pickled lime. Ooh, yes. Yeah, that would be very good. Um, but if I was just, like, in a home, my answer would be, I would say, a really, really buttery scrambled egg and soy sauce. Ooh, nice. Nice. And just, like,
1: mix it all up together. Mm-hmm. Then you get your, like, fluffiness, and then
0: you get mm-hmm. your salt. That's really, really good. And then you get, like, the buttery flavor, the salt, you know? Yeah, I like that. Oh, I haven't eaten, like, breakfast or lunch yet, so I'm, like, starving now. What time is it? Oh, wait, no, you we're on the same time zone again. Yeah, it's almost 2 p.m. here. Oh, I like that. You like that? You like that? Yeah, You like that? Like that. <laughs> You're into that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> when do you leave? Ah, uh, tomorrow. Oh, so you just have a free day in DC? Yeah, you should go to Tiger Fork. Tiger Fork. Okay. Remember, you went there and you said you really liked it.
0: Oh, that's the one with like all the red restaurant was kind of like hidden in the yeah. alley. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah.
1: All right. Oh, the next episode we should do an overrated, underrated, but like our own cuisine, like Chinese food and Korean food.
0: Okay, sounds good. Yeah, you're ready here, folks. Next episode will be overrated, underrated Chinese and Korean cuisine. (laughs)
1: Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week,
0: everybody. Yes, and if you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe. Um, If you have any questions for us, message it to us on our Instagram. One for the table. That is number one. And then for the table. And don't be a hater. And um, (laughs) don't kill anyone. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, I'm going to end it here. Bye. (laughs)